Six o'clock, good morning. The presidency says it will not entertain what it calls rumours and gossip about operations at ESCOM. Presidential spokesperson Mac Maharaj says President Jacob Zuma has been kept fully briefed about the developments at ESCOM. Yesterday, DA leader Helen Ziller said President Zuma must explain why he instructed ESCOM's chairperson, Zola Tsotsi, to launch an inquiry into the power utilities' performance. Now, the instruction is reported to have led to the suspension of four top executives, including CEO Shetiso Matona. Matona is challenging his suspension in the Labour Court in Johannesburg. A judgment will be handed down today. The University of KwaZulu-Natal says it will convene an urgent meeting with students soon to address the defacing of the statue of King George V on the university's Howard College campus. The statue of the late English king has been splattered with white paint. The university spokesperson, Leshiba Sashoka, says their naming committee will look at the issue. We have not received any discomfort uh, from students anywhere uh, and, at, and at any time before. And uh, I think it's actually just part of what is prevailing and happening across the country. But I must say that although we have not received any formal discomfort about the status. It is our intention as the university to convene an agent naming committee to look into this because that's the function of the naming committee and I think the message is clear from the students. Meanwhile, Professor Chris Landsberg from the University of Johannesburg has described the debate on colonialism and South Africa's as important and long overdue. Landsberg chaired a public dialogue on the legacy of Cecil John Rhodes in a gathering held in Cape Town. It was triggered by the University of Cape Town students demanding the removal of the Cecil John Rhodes statue. It's about time that we at the institutions in the interest of freedom of speech, because we pride ourselves, lead the charge on these debates within our institutions and ourselves. There's not a single university in this country whose motto doesn't have something about Africa in it, but the curriculum is so Eurocentric and so American. In other news now, President Jacob Zuma's former financial advisor and convicted fraudster Shabir Sheikh's name has come up again during hearing at the Arms Procurement Commission in Centurion, south of Pretoria. Arms deal critic and whistleblower Richard Young, who lost a bid, challenged part of the evidence presented by Christine Guerra, the vice president of a French company, Telus SA. Now, during Guerra's evidence-in-chief, she said nobody associated with her company was ever charged with corruption. Young cross-examination of Guerra took an interesting turn when the witness was forced to concede that some of the subsidiary companies associated to a terrorist essay flouted the rules of arms procurement procedures and were charged with corruption. Young will return to the witness box today. And wrapping up, the national cricket team, the Pro Tears, have arrived at the OR Tambo International Airport this morning. They were, or they rather, they just returned from the Cricket World Cup in Australia and New Zealand. Tambo Daniels is at the airport. Unlike the electrifying atmosphere associated with the arrival of national soccer teams, the Pro Tears was low-key. About a hundred supporters, most of them friends and relatives, turned out to welcome the team. CSA manager of cricket, Corey Fansale, and CEO, Harun Lokat, were among them. Coach Russell Domingo and Captain A.B. De Villiers 
will address a media briefing in a few hours' time from now. Sports Minister Figile Mbalula is expected to attend. Tabo Daniels for SABC at OR Tambo International Airport. The Raps News and Six Year Top Story. The Saudi Presidency says it will not entertain what it calls rumors and gossip about operations at ESCOM. For Lotus FM News, I'm Navita Gajraj. I'll have headlines at 6.30. It's now time for News Break with Matthew.